overwhelmed by science? Does it mystify or scare you? Have you ever wondered if scientists are even normal people and why they use so much freaking jargon when they talk? <laughs> you are not alone. In this podcast, you'll enter the world of science through conversations between two friends who happen to be a MedPeds doctor and an immunology professor. They talk through the most recent and crazy and confusing headlines and help you separate the nuggets of truth from the BS. So relax, pop in your earbuds, and listen to conversations about science that will surprise, delight, and inform you. we go. Amy and Tony intro to our help podcast. Make it make sense. Help. 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 Make it make sense. Um, so I'm Tony Esselin. I'm an internist and pediatrician out here in New York and uh, been working in clinical medicine for almost 20 years now <laughs> in both, in both adults and kids, and also, uh, have done a lot of global health work and, um, yeah. And I uh, want to introduce you to my friend, Amy, go for it. Yeah. So I'm Amy Bernard and I am an immunologist. I have a PhD in immunology. I live here in Colorado and I teach immunology to a lot of different students on the medical campus here. Um, I teach medical students, dental students, graduate students, physician assistant students, pharmacy students. <laughs> all kinds uh, of students. All kinds of students. I teach immunology. And I also am um, a very passionate vaccine advocate. And I've been doing that for um, about 15 years, even even before COVID arrived. <laughs> even so, before COVID. So that's, that's who we are. That's right. That's right. Well, one of the things that we want to talk about is the reason why we decided to start this podcast. And I think that Amy and I uh, actually did our PhD work together at the same, she was in the lab across from me mm -hmm. and I uh, would always go over there and complain <laughs> and she'd come to me and complain. So we have a, we have a, a, a great bond in that respect. And when COVID hit, actually what happened was that when COVID hit and the vaccine started to come out, there were so many questions in the communities. Mm -hmm. And as a physician who was, you know, I was a physician leader in a particular healthcare, health tech company. And, you know, everybody was just up in arms about the vaccinations and as, as they were coming out. And, you know, um, I, I was like, all right, you know what? I, I, as a pediatrician, I already know about vaccine hesitancy just mm -hmm. for like the normal vaccination stuff right. that we've been doing for 50 years, right? 60 years. Yeah. Um, 
And so I was like, oh, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> when COVID vaccines came out, I was like, oh, we need to get ahead of this in terms of like making sure that our approach is not going to be the paternalistic approach, mm-hmm. but really trying to understand what people's questions are so that we can get to the root of things. And then also to be very transparent. I think one of the things that I I recognized in my counseling as a pediatrician to parents is that nobody really talks about the side effects, honestly, right? They just kind of like, they kind of hand wave the side effects and, you know, kind of like, well, it needs to be done because it's a mandate, blah, 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 right? But nobody really actually takes the time to really understand what people's concerns are, what yeah. their personal experiences have been with folks that have gotten vaccinated and the things that are coming to them that are confusing. And so I set out on this path to be like, all right, from the beginning, I want to be able to like address any kind of question that comes out. And so in the beginning of the pandemic, there were questions about fertility and there were questions about um, DNA mixing and there were questions about um, there were questions about yep. pregnancy. There were questions about um, just about uh, facilitating transmission. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the heart, exactly. but in the beginning, the heart didn't come out until like later, but in the, this is like in the early days. Oh, EMF and, um, and microchips and all of that oh, stuff that oh, was right, coming right. out. Right, right. And so I set out, I was getting a lot of videos because I'm a physician in my family and my family would just send me all these, vi- these videos to tell me, you know, about all kinds of stuff. And I was like, all right, you know what? I I'm going to, I'm going to actually get after the information to make it make sense to me. Cause I don't know anything about EMF, right? Like I have no clue. Like, what are they talking about? What are they talking about the uterus and fertility? And, and so I was reaching out to all of my colleagues who were working in these fields. And a lot of people were like, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not talking about that. Right. I'm not going to talk about that. And, um, Amy <laughs> was the only friend that I had that was actually engaging me and answering me. And I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like she would, she, we would exchange, you know, articles and she would tell me who to look at. And I would read, I would spend my Sundays hours pouring over literature about what's and a nano watch lipid. Interesting videos, some very we would watch. We would watch all the videos. God bless you, Amy. Amy would watch all the videos and I was like, I've been watching all of them and I'm going to answer every gosh darn question. And I had been doing that anyway in my own circle of friends and my family. They'd be sending videos and I would literally yeah. WhatsApp WhatsApp voice note and say, okay, when they said this, this is what's true. This is what's false. And mm-hmm. this is why it's confusing. And let me give you, you know, so not the, the things that we started to recognize, Amy and I, was that what's, what's, what's difficult about these videos is that like, there would be a segment of the sentence that's true. And then a segment of the sentence that's not true. And then that would cause a lot of confusion. Mm -hmm. And then the media doesn't help. The media makes us both want to pop our heads off of our hands, (laughs) off of our necks. Um, I would also say along with that, the, the misinformation is very easy to understand for most non-scientists. And scientists, we kind of do a disservice to the public in the sense that we use a lot of really big, complicated words when we talk to each other, but then we kind of forget that we need to simplify a little bit or make things easier to understand. So I think one of the draws for people to misinformation is, well, it's accessible and people share it. 
but it uses language that people understand better than all these like super complicated science terms. And for me, um, one of my passions is science education and it's to, it's to simplify things enough so that people will understand what you're saying without using science jargon, because anyone who knows what they're talking about should be able to do that. You should be able to talk to a seven-year-old about the same thing you could talk to your colleague about. Now you can't use the same words. (laughs) That's right. If you really know how it works, you can explain it to a seven-year-old or like your grandma. That's right. No, that's absolutely right. So I think for me, Um, having clear and understandable communication is super important. And then um, I wanted to add that. So Tony was, you know, a little bit pessimistic about these coming out. I was, I think, overly optimistic. I was like, oh my gosh, we're all in the same boat of lockdown. We're all in the same miserable boat. And I think, I think for once, we're all going to want the vaccine. (laughs) boy, was I wrong. Oh yeah. (laughs) I was a little bit, I was, I was overly optimistic. I think it's because I was just hoping so much that people would, you know, see us as a community, like an interconnected community of humans that all wanted the same thing, which would be to, to be safe, to go out in the world and, you know, get rid of this virus and pandemic. So, um, you know, and, and that was casting aside everything that I have learned in the last 15 years as a vaccine advocate. I was just thinking, okay, this is it. This is our time. We're going to do it. We're going to come together. And then we kind of <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I know. I know. Isn't that funny? So funny. It's hilarious because like, yeah. I was so, I side-eyed this vaccine for so long. I was like, what? I was like, listen, I have a PhD. I know how long it took for us yeah. to get this thing organized. Okay. It does not happen in three months. This is nonsense. I was like, uh-uh, I want to read every single paper. I'm not telling my mama to get it until I understand what is exactly going on here. You know, I had so many friends that were in your corner, Amy, that were just yeah. like, oh my God, thank God we're going to yeah. get this vaccine. And yeah. I was in that other corner with my patients. Like, uh, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> we were yeah. Like, yeah. And so in order for, in order, what was great, you know, when I love this relationship is because it's like, you know, there's the understanding of the science and like the reasons why folks are, folks are, are hesitant, mm-hmm. um, understanding the process, right. Which is, mm-hmm. which is something that I definitely understood and wanted to bring it to be like yeah. the, the media was throwing around phase one, phase two, as if people understand what these right. things are. And they don't. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, let me, let me break this down. Mm-hmm. Let's understand what, a what, a you know, what the, what the FDA is actually doing. Let's understand what the processes are. Let's understand. Yeah. I read every paper under the sun that I could <laughs> about MRNA vaccines and where they came from to learn that they weren't new and all of that stuff. So right. I could be a credible, mm-hmm. um, a credible promoter. Right? right. And so, and also that, like, I don't want to promote something that I think is going to be harmful. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Right. These are my patients. I got to look them in the eye. Right. right. And and I right. take that severely, severely seriously. Right. Yeah. Like I take that. That's not a joke to me. And so if I'm going to tell my mother, if I'm going to tell my brother, folks that have not trusted the health system ever in their lifetime, yeah. um, if I'm going to tell my patients 
that this is something that they should take, I better stand by it. I better want to do it myself. I better want to give it to my son. I better want to give it to my husband. Right. (laughs) And so I was like, I need to make sure that I feel good about this information and that I can sit down and have a one-to-one with somebody who's side-eyeing it to the extent to which that I side-eye. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that what was great is that we were both, Amy and I were both able to be critical um, of, of the information that was coming out, mm-hmm. recognizing where there were flaws in the messaging mm-hmm. and where there was flaws in the way that even the CDC and the guidelines and how that, that's all, that whole thing was super confusing where we could decide, okay, let's figure out a message that's not confusing, that's truthful and authentic. And what I love is we're both on the same page about like, you have to be able to explain this, like stop yeah. using your fancy terms. This isn't <laughs> helpful. This doesn't help. This doesn't help anybody. Yeah. Because half the time, the terms that you're using, other people are have a different definition. Mm-hmm. And, and so that doesn't help anybody. Right. So, yeah. And I think um, a lot of times people too, uh, when they're hearing science and they're not understanding, they don't want to appear as if they don't understand. So often they'll just, Oh yeah. 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 I totally get right. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. yeah, no, I think so. We have a very similar, I, I didn't side eye it in the same way. I definitely was skeptical. I like to have like a skeptical curiosity. Mine came definitely was, you know, I was optimistic, like, Ooh, we're going to get out of this. <laughs> but I read everything I could read about it too, because I also just want to know how does it work once mm-hmm. it gets into my body? You know, how right. is, how's that working? Um, you know, how long does it last? You know, there are so many questions that I just wanted to know um, mechanism for myself, for people I talk to. And then similar to Tony, um, because there was such a need for the community to understand, um, I joined together with another immunologist who works at a pharmacy school. And she and I ran like seminar after seminar, all on zoom, of course, for anyone who would listen to us. We did some town halls with some state reps. We talked to entire college like faculty and staff. We talked to a bunch of different um, groups at hospitals. Um, I mean, across the community, just we hit like, I think probably thousands of people on Zoom. And to me, that was really important because I wanted to make sure people could have their questions answered. I don't see patients on a daily basis. <laughs> so I get questions like, like Tony texted to me from family or videos or TikToks or all kinds of stuff that, oh, did you see this? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, let me, let me break that down for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was really, it was really great. I think that what we were able to what was able to come out of this friendship also and this, this connection was that I was able to put together my talk for my community um, based on the information that we were exchanging and and Amy was able to do the same. And it was, it, it was just like her. I, I went around and I gave this presentation. I first, I gave it to my family. I gave it to like multiple members of my family, which was the reason for the, for the presentation anyway, it was like, Mm -hmm. I know my family's going to push back. (laughs) I was like, forget it. I need to make sure that this is clear, you know, and, um, and that there wasn't going to be any judgment. I think that we're both on the same page about the judgment piece. Like we don't want to judge anybody. We understand this is confusing and we're just here to help midwife you through the process, you know, so that you can feel. And I think this was the goal of my presentations was that I want you, if you say no, 
that you don't regret it, that you don't, you're not, you're not doing a video saying, I wish I had gotten vaccinated. Right. And, and, you know, it's too late because now you've got long COVID or you've got, you know, a disability or you're almost close to losing your life or whatever is happening. Mm -hmm. I don't want that for that. That's devastating to me as a physician. I don't want to see patients regret decisions. I hate that. And so I want to be able to give you all of the information so that you make an informed decision about risks, benefits, and alternatives. And, and right. that was the, that yeah. was the goal of all of the, all of the communication. And so one of the things that you just mentioned that, um, I wanted to also kind of emphasize is, um, so I teach also a scientific thinking class where I tell my students, and these are honors undergrad students, I tell them be skeptical. Like mm. that is the one thing that I want them to be. Anything you read, I want you to make sure that you understand it. Um, Mm -hmm. Make sure it's, well, try to make sure it's a reputable source, (laughs) (laughs) but be skeptical. And when people have questions, it's because they're being skeptical. They don't want to put something into their body um, unless they know that it's safe. Or, I mean, in most cases, (laughs) I'm not sure alcohol (laughs) 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 would be considered safe. (laughs) Yet some people still use that, but like, that's right. So I just, I, I think that we should encourage skepticism and curiosity and learning and understanding how things work. And also if someone, I agree, if someone is going to say no, I want them to say no, um, because not because they, they're scared of it or they've got misinformation, but because they just have decided for whatever reason that that's, that's their decision. Right. But um, right. But it's not based in, in, in something that's not true or right. that is miss, uh, that is, that is just, um, what's what I'm looking for. Just, just not disinformation uh, or not, not, not only that, but just, um, misinformed, just misinformed, right? Like yeah. just, this isn't you're, like, you read something your, inaccurate that was yes, like yes. only made for the purpose of, of making them fearful. That's um, right. I think skepticism for me, I I don't like the fear tactics that people use a lot when it comes to health and medicine and a lot of things. I mean, I think fear is used. I think just questioning and being curious and skeptical to me, that's, that's valid and everyone should do that. That's right. I agree. I agree. And we encourage it. We want people, we, we put ourselves, we're like, bring it on, bring on the questions. And, and if, and if we're incorrect about something, we, we're happy to hear yeah. it because we don't want to go ahead and, and right. propagate misinformation ourselves. Right. We want to make sure that things are clear um, for everyone. And so that is the the point of this, uh, this podcast that we're going to put together. Um, we're going to hopefully um, base a lot of the information that we give you on questions that we actually get, like, honest questions that I get as a physician um, Mm -hmm. in the family and my community of friends um, that Amy gets as well from her students. We're going to just put them all out there. And I think that there has been a lot of myth busting in in writing. Um, And also there have been some podcasts that have done some myth busting, but I think what our, our goal is to kind of reach those folks that may not be listening to those actual podcasts and that want to hear from a, a practicing physician who does internal medicine and pediatrics and also has a PhD has done research Mm -hmm. Um, in her career, and also somebody who works day in and day out in in immunology and has dedicated her life to vaccine vaccine, um, advocacy. So yeah, and and teaching people about immunology and just how the immune system works. Yeah, we've got we've got the whole we got the whole thing. We got the whole package. This is it. 
this is it. So buckle up, buttercups. <laughs> this is going to be fun. We're going to learn about all kinds of things that the body does. And so we can. We yeah, can I think I think that'd be great. I think getting more, even more questions. Yeah. We're here to answer questions. That's right. That's what we, that's right. That's what we like to do. That's, that's awesome. All right. We hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. Big shout out to Jeff Judy for providing our music. And we really hope you go ahead and tune in to our next episode where we unpack herd immunity and discuss what that is and how is that actually going to help us, if at all. We look forward to hearing from you and hearing your questions. So go ahead and email us at drtony and dramy at gmail.com. That's Dr. Tony, T-O-N-I and Dr. Amy, A-I-M-E-E at gmail.com. See you next time.